The NFL playoffs have arrived yet again, and much like every year, this year's selection is full of teams we knew would be here at the start of the year, and teams which would boggle the mind. (coughs) Washington. (laughs) Throw out the records, throw out the statistics, throw out the analytics. Now all that matters is if you can beat the team in front of you. The AFC has looked like the superior conference all year. Sitting atop it with the lone first round bye is the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. But below them, there are six teams that are eager to knock them down a peg and show they're the team to beat in the AFC. We here at Thickman Inc. are here to tell you who's winning their games, wildcard weekend, and who's going home. Starting things off with the only AFC game played on Saturday, with the only team truly based in New York, the Buffalo Bills face off against the Indianapolis Colts. And the Indianapolis Colts are a good team. They're one of the better seven seeds we have ever seen. Their defense is very stout, one of the best in the league. They have a run game led by Jonathan Taylor that can just chew up the clock like very few others can. This is a bad matchup for the Buffalo Bills in their front seven that many times this year has been gashed on the ground. If the Bills fall behind the Colts early, the tempo of the game will be controlled by Indianapolis. They will run it, they will make the Bills stop that, and they will open up some opportunities for Phillip Rivers in the passing game. The Buffalo Bills will have to do what they've done all year and rely on Josh Allen to lead their offense to a fast start. And the Bills... They're a team which really benefits from only one first-round bye this year because they've got a nice six-week momentum winning spree going into the playoffs. They've looked dominant against weak opponents in the last few weeks, but this will be by far their toughest game in that stretch, excluding the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Buffalo Bills will edge out the Indianapolis Colts thanks to an MVP-level performance from Josh Allen, throwing for four touchdowns, leading the Bills to a 27-23 victory. The Colts will scrap it out, but in the end, their offense won't be able to keep up due to the sharp disparity in quarterback play. Well, the only reason you're saying the Colts are one of the better seven seeds, we typically don't have seven seeds, so typically they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Exactly, exactly. The Bills are going to massacre the ancient Phillip Rivers. In the past, I have trashed Josh Allen, but in this game, he is going to make another statement why his name should have been more heavily thrown into the MVP discussion. This is the hottest team in the NFL. If it was not for Hale Murray, they would have won 10 games in a row, and they're currently on a six game winning streak they just dismantled and ruined the playoff hopes of the Dolphins they made the Dolphins rethink their pick of Tua they made them rethink if Tua is their future they made them rethink if they should use the third pick in this year's draft on a quarterback the Colts are simply not going to have enough firepower to keep up with the Bills and Josh Allen I do not believe in Phillip Rivers I just don't think he has what it takes to get it done against this team. They have similar defenses, and the team that has won six in a row and has one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL is going to win the game. I think Josh Allen will reign supreme in this game, and the Bills are going to win by a score of 35-21. to Well, they don't have similar defenses. I just don't think that's correct. The Colts defense as as fell off goes. a little bit, but at the same time, you keep bringing up Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is the second option on that offense. He might even be the third option behind their backup running back but Jonathan Taylor is going to be the go-to guy and the Buffalo front seven issue will pose a big problem for Buffalo again I think the Bills will win but I don't think it'll be a double digit loss for the Indianapolis Colts they're a good team they've done everything right they just need one piece and that piece is unfortunately for them quarterback to another team which loves to run the ball could someone explain to me what's changed exactly between the Ravens last game against the Tennessee Titans and now 
because I simply don't understand how anyone can have faith in the Ravens to win a road playoff game against Tennessee. Lamar Jackson is back in MVP form, you say. Lamar Jackson played the Bengals, Jaguars, and Giants the last three games, I say. Their defense has gotten healthy, you say. Their defense was better last year and couldn't stop Henry, I say. Derrick Henry is the most dominant rusher we have seen in a long time in the NFL. And I think he is going to do exactly what he did to them last year. Break through the offensive line, get to the second level, make a defender miss, or make a defender wish he played a different sport. And if they somehow fully commit, stop the run, okay, we're taking away Derrick Henry. You can do whatever you like to us on the other end. Ryan Tannehill will then outrush Lamar Jackson or dot him up downfield with the help of A.J. Brown. Lamar Jackson will have to have an MVP-like performance in order for this Ravens team to compete. And I just don't see that happening based off what he's done in big games the last two years. This is going to be the biggest deficit, the biggest difference in two teams in the wildcard weekend. With a Titans route in a game which will look far worse than the score indicates of 30-17. to See, you ask what is different between the last two times this these teams met in the playoffs. The difference is... The Titans' defense is really fucking bad. In half the games they've played this year, they've given up 30 or more points. They're 24th in points given up and are 28th in total yards given up. Their rush defense is not that great, and they have to play the best rushing attack in the NFL in the Ravens, who has been improving over the last the later half of the season. Dobbins getting the ball more has really helped them out over Ingram, and Lamar has really started been uh, turning up, and he's shown at points during the season that he's able to come back from deficits rather than just crumble into oblivion once they're down by even three points. Do not get me wrong, I do love Derrick Henry. I do think he's fantastic. He's impressed me with what he's done this year. I think he's the best running back in the NFL. But the Titans have had so many close calls this season. Barely beat the Texans of all teams twice. Barely beat the Ravens. They were in overtime. Had a tough time with Cleveland. And there's a loss to the Bengals in there. The Ravens are not going to come into the game taking the Titans lightly like they did last year when they were the 14-2 Ravens. They're the baddest team in the NFL at that point. I think this game is going to be extremely close, unlike you. I don't think the Ravens are going to win in a blowout or anything. But I think the Ravens win with a score of 31 to 28. You realize the Titans defense is only giving up 16 more yards per game than they did last year. That's not going to be that big of a difference. Also, the Ravens have not beaten a good team with the exception of the Indianapolis Colts this year. I get you think the Titans defense is worse. I'd say it is slightly worse than last year, but the disparity is not enough to widen the gap or close the gap between these two teams. The Titans will win and it's going to be dominant thanks to the best running back in the league. You know the effects of 2020 still ripple through the NFL when the Cleveland Browns make the playoffs. Their opponent, their hated rival in the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers earned themselves a three seed on the backs of a strong defense, Chase Claypool, and not much else if we're being honest. And as funny as it would be for old Baker Mayfield and company to take down Big Ben, effectively sending him to the retirement home, I just don't see it happening. Don't get me wrong, this will be a competitive game. Brown's offense is legit. The Steelers did start a vast majority of their defense last week and got gashed on the ground by Nick Chubb. I think that very well could happen again. But when TJ Watt's out there, he will limit the edge a little bit, an area they struggled last week, and he will force Baker Mayfield to stay in the pocket and not roll out as much. If Mayfield is forced to stay in the pocket, the Browns are doomed. 
I love Baker Mayfield. He's a rollout quarterback. He's similar to Kyler Murray, but substantially slower. But he just cannot be a pocket passer and beat a team this good. The Steelers offense isn't exactly a collection of world beaters, so I highly doubt they'll be able to do much. They're not going to stuff the uh, score sheet with impressive points. But this is going to be a close game. Steelers are going to pull ahead midway through the third quarter and remain ahead the rest of the game. Final score, Steelers 24, Browns 16. We really just disagree on how all these games are going to go. I think in week 17, we got a preview of how bad the Steelers are going to beat the Browns. The backups barely lost to the Browns starters. Number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, almost lost to the mistake that is Mason Rudolph. I'm happy for the Browns that they made the playoffs for the first time in what feels like a thousand years. But you are crazy if you think after watching the Steelers backups almost beat the Browns, that the Browns have any chance in this wildcard game. We're also only two weeks removed from them losing to the Adam Gase-led Jets. I will, I mean, I'll say it again. You're delusional if you think this team who lost to the Jets two weeks ago and were two-point conversion away from going to overtime against the Steelers' backups is going to do anything in the playoffs. To add on to all the reasons why the Browns are going to lose to the Steelers, they lost their second-best pass rusher in Olivier Vernon, for the rest of the season, who had nine sacks on the year and was also second on the team in TFLs. When you lose the third best player in your defense and your second best end slash outside linebacker, things aren't going to look good to stopping any offense. I know the Steelers isn't anything special, but it doesn't help when you have one of the best players on your defense not out there. I don't see a world where the Browns win, unfortunately. I'm predicting the score will be 27-16. So you go on this long spiel about how you think I'm crazy that the game will be way closer. Then you predict the Steelers scoring three more points and the Browns scoring the exact same number of points as I predicted. A field goal separates our predictions and you're calling me a lunatic. I might well, add that now, players no, 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 of no, no, no. note, Ben Roethlisberger did not play. Let's be 100% objective. Ben Roethlisberger has not been very impressive during 2020. Is he better than Mason Rudolph? Certainly. But Mason Rudolph did have a very good game against the Browns. He played the best game of his career. Other than that, the only two people of note they are missing is Cameron Hayward and TJ Watt. And don't get me wrong, those are two big players. They're their best defensive players besides Minka Fitzpatrick. But Fitzpatrick and a whole lot of their other guys were out there, and the Browns still scored at will against them. This game could be an upset. In fact, it's the one I think will be most likely to be an upset. I know I talked about the Colts being underappreciated, 7C and all that, but I I would not be shocked if the Browns did a little something magical. It's not going to be a two-score game, though. I can guarantee that. Wait, see, the only thing I disagree, you say it was only three-point difference, but when there's that score, I don't think... I think the Steelers are going to be leading the whole time and those points are going to come later in the game when the it's going to be a dominant performance from the Steelers. Now, the score, I have the score difference only being 9 points, but I think the Steelers are going to lead the entirety of the game and I don't think it's going to look like it was much of a contest. Or Nick Chubb could run for 200 yards and the Browns could win. We don't know what's going to happen. I think the Steelers will win. So do you. But hey. That has been the video. We will be posting our NFC wildcard predictions later this week. Be sure to check them out. Let us know what you think about our AFC wildcard predictions. Who do you have winning? Be sure to subscribe. We're one subscriber away from 69, two away from 70. So that would be kind of nice. And we will see you in the next one.